Human wisdom. Does God know God? It can't. God is arranged where it can. And uh, that we and, and, and the Lord, really, are not impressive to human wisdom. Put uh, men on their own, they don't look at things the same way as God does. And so they don't evaluate us the same way. That's really where we're coming from. And this last little section of chapter 2, that is frequently misunderstood. But I think if we deepen the context, we'll understand it better. So would somebody read chapter 2, verses 14 to 16? But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is a spirit but he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. For he for who has known the mind of the Lord, that he will instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Okay. He talks about a natural man. Now, that has really thrown a lot of people. But what we're saying by that is a man on his own without the revelation that God has given. Somebody who's just using his own natural understanding, reasoning, and thoughts to, to try to figure out the Lord. He lives on a human level. He's not listening to the things that God's Spirit has inspired. Well, the natural man doesn't accept the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. When all he knows is human wisdom, then the things of the Spirit of God, God's revelation... He rejects that. It doesn't make sense to him. That's what he's been saying through this whole section, as a matter of fact. And uh, he can't know the truth because God's truth cannot be known by human wisdom. That's not a means of coming to know God. That's what he's been saying. So his point is, you know, those spiritual things of God, the things God's revealed, they're spiritually appraised and understood. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no man. If we receive the revelation of God's Holy Spirit, if we listen to his word and we receive his wisdom, then we're able to understand things. Not because we're smart, but because we're listening to what he says. We're able to evaluate them. On the other hand, people who accept human wisdom, they can't evaluate us properly. They're going to reject us because we don't fit with human wisdom, but they don't have the ability to properly evaluate us. The only person that can evaluate is the person who accepts the revelation. It's like, you know, if, if you, um, you know, were trying to... Uh, build a nuclear reactor. But you knew nothing about physics. Now, you know, you might be very critical of some of the physicists who are working on the nuclear reactor. You might not understand them. You might think they're really dumb and they're not really doing a good job. You might have all of your ideas about how it ought to be done. Do you suppose the nuclear physicists would be all that concerned about you feeling like they didn't know much? If you had no training or no understanding of physics whatsoever? Your opinion really doesn't count. Because you don't know the things that you need to know to get the first base on a nuclear reactor. Well, a person who does not accept God's revelation, who thinks, oh, you Christians are really dumb, this is stupid, this is ridiculous. Well, yeah, they think that. 
They don't know anything about it. They have not accepted the Spirit-given revelation. So they're going to look down on you. They're going to think this is ridiculous. They're going to laugh at you and scorn you and mock you. And But it doesn't really matter because we have the mind of Christ. You know, we have God's revelation. For someone who does not have the mind of Christ to pass judgment on someone who does in his word, it's like saying I'm smarter than God. I know more than he does. So don't worry whether the world accepts you, approves of you, you know, highly judges you or not. It doesn't matter. It's not that they're not capable people, it's that they don't have the information. You know, there may be a, uh, you know, somebody who's just a uh, brilliant language scholar. <coughs> but he doesn't know anything about nu nuclear physics. Nuclear physics. I'll say like uh, Bush did. Nuclear physics. Um, you know, he doesn't know anything about that, so he can't give his opinion on a nuclear reactor. You know, even though he may know tons about languages. You know, there are people in the world who are really brilliant and a lot of stuff, but if they don't know the Word of God, they don't know the revelation given by the Spirit, their opinion about these things doesn't really count. They don't have the information. So it doesn't matter what they think about us. We shouldn't be concerned about that. That's really irrelevant. That's what he's trying to say in that passage, I believe. It's one of those things that's kind of a... Uh, typical passage for some people who believe false doctrines to, to say different things. And, and always, you know, when you're trying to teach a false doctrine, take a passage out of its context. It's a lot easier to misuse it that way. But, but once we look at something in the overall context, then it makes a lot more sense. And, and we, can, we can see it better. Do you have some thoughts and comments on that? I realize that is somewhat of a controversial passage. Well, we're going to move forward. Chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. 